2: Blog Talk Radio. Music
1: novelist, a male novelist, Darren Hogarth. He's actually a trained engineer, mechanical engineer. He's done various roles within the automotive industry in Canada for the past decade. But now, he's been great at storytelling, decided to, to change that into a new pattern of, of hobby or career. And he's written his first novel, Whatever Sticks Most which is inspired by Zondine, which to somehow express a male perspective on love, spirituality, and the importance of balance. You reside in Oakville, or Ontario, and to do the interview this evening is my partner, Denise Maxwell. Denise, take it away.
2: Hi, Darren. How are you?
0: I'm not too bad, Denise. How are you? Good to thank you very much for having me.
2: Yeah. Um, we really appreciate you spending some time with us. So, Darren, share a little about your family roots.
1: Well,
0: I, I was born in Canada. Um, my folks are Jamaican. They were up here studying university in the late 60s, early 70s, and uh, they moved back to Jamaica when I was uh, two years old along with my older sister. Um, they still live in Jamaica right now. I, I came back when I was 17 years old to finish up high school and uh, do university. So uh my entire family still lives in Jamaica. I, I visit uh once a year, sometimes twice a year.
2: Ah, I see. Were there family members or other writers that encouraged you to start this writing
1: career?
0: Um other writers I would say. Um I'm inspired by the likes of Lawrence Hill, Paulo Coelho, Maya Angelou, um Barack Obama, John Grisham. I've I've always um been into storytelling and um you know, if you're interested in stories and, and uh, books, then, you know, you end up reading, so you get inspired by other writers.
2: Mm, I see. You know, when one thinks of, you know, you're an engineer by trade, so usually when one thinks of an engineer to think of calculus or some of the other sciences, that's what comes to people's minds. But um, yeah. not crafting words into paragraphs, so what inspired you to this love of, or this new love? this is
0: your first novel well it's 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 by no means a new love it's a it's a love i've always had but um being being scientific minded i guess doesn't necessarily mean that you're not creative um people with creative minds can typically take on uh careers of various different types Um, uh and and the science is also a a good example of that would be uh khalid husseini who wrote uh a kite runner. Um, he's he's actually a physician, a very scientific, but he's also turned out to be a fantastic storyteller. So um, being creative is, is something that you sort of, you know, have inside, but whether or not you choose to put it to work is, you know, up to you. Um, I chose to, to put it to work because it's something that I've, that I've always wanted to, to do. I've always been a very expressive person and I've always liked to tell stories and write stories. So I figured why not weave it into a book, you know, put it to work.
2: Mm. It's interesting about Khalid. I thought I thought it was based on his, his life. I didn't realize that was a um a novel. Okay. Well what would you say to those who want to become a writer as um as a parent to become a writer anyway? What would you say to the people listening?
0: Well, um, read a lot. Now reading reading is very important if you if you want to write. Um, it's very important to expose yourself to various different writers. Um both male and female um it, it it helps with your storytelling your prose and um your approach to writing It's good to go to um local writers' conferences or workshops if they're available and uh, book clubs that way yeah, you can yeah. uh discuss books and see you know how people feel about different stories, how it impacts them you know what they take from it and uh yeah. w- what they're, s- they're what they're searching for it's also important to to study the market for a bit to see you know what sells what what genres are hot um, and to decide for yourself what genre you fit into you know it's very important um, because it's, say for instance you know there are a lot of readers who love you know the supernatural you know stories about vampires and wizards and hobbits and stuff mm-hmm. and they're, they're great stories but you know that's that's not my forte I've chosen to write within my genre which is you know fiction based on reality so read a lot um, expose yourself. And um, study the craft and and don't be afraid to put something out there when you when you feel that you have something inside that you know people would love to hear
2: yeah so, so, you know its interesting you should mention a part about um, p- p- specific genres you know some the crime or science fiction what right. you're saying, but yeah, you know, help us to understand your choice for this particular novel
0: well I I've always been told that, you know, I have very good wisdom, you know, and I'm good at um inspiring people. So I figured it would be it would be good for my first book to write a story with um good good inspiration in it. Um things that people can take with them and move forward in life. Um you know, people always have questions about how to, you know, you know, get the most out of their life or how to squeeze the juice out of their life. And I've always found that I, I like those sort of conversations because, you know, not only can you, you know, draw from people and, and understand what they do to um, to move themselves forward, but you can also impart your countenance onto them. So I I wanted to write a story that wasn't just a story that um, is compelling and that people would, would be interested in reading to entertain themselves, but mm-hmm. also something that they could, you know, learn from, something that they could take and, and remember.
2: Mm. yeah so this um a novel is a specific type of book to communicate an idea, so what inspired you to use this style
0: well um i writing in the first person um is a good way to to, to help people identify with with a main character um the second novel that I'm writing right now is more of a narrative where um the story, um where you have a lot more autonomy throughout the story you you control you know everybody's emotions, you know exactly why they're thinking and and why and what they're gonna do next and why. whereas if you write through the the first person it it seems more believable, it seems true, it makes people feel that this is a story that actually happens. It feels like it's a bit of a memoir in somebody's life
2: that's what it's funny you should say it
0: because when you mentioned the type
2: that's when I one, I thought it was a memoir.
0: have asked if it's actually my my story, and, and it isn't. Um, I, I didn't find that my personal story was compelling enough or or sensational enough to put into a book. Not not that I have a boring life, but you know, I figured if I was going to tell a story, you know, I, I you know take some things that are parallel with my life, but also you know spice it up with with you know the experiences of of others. Mm. The and, cover. Part the... pardon me. I
2: was saying the cover of the book. Um... <laughs> Uh, Is a communicator door to
1: engage the reader. Describe how you designed this cover. Well, I, I see
2: like a I balance, and I see the heart.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: there's a, there's a bunch of different symbols going on there. I wanted something mm-hmm. eye-catching first of all, something that was vibrant, and I also wanted a cover that would make people think. It's by no means something that you would take and you know you know put as a painting in your home, but I wanted something that would you know. Catch, catch people's eyes and also make them think, you know, okay, what is this about? Because, you know, from afar, you can it can see that it, it looks like the continent Africa. It looks like, you know, the Earth. But then up close, you can see that it's actually a human heart. So it's it's really supposed to symbolize that, you know, you know, man and woman have a common dwelling place on Earth and have a common rhythm inside. But when their worlds intertwine, you know, there comes a struggle of balancing it all out, you know, your love, your life, your career, everything. So... It's it's really meant to be a, a cover to make you think, and hopefully mm-hmm. drawing those who are inquisitive. Mm-hmm.
2: So, who do do you think would benefit from your novel?
0: Well, the the um, ideal demographic would be people between, I would say, I guess, 25 to 45 or so. You know, people in that sort of you know, not necessarily a midlife crisis, but in the time of their life where they're where they're sort of searching um for you know who they should be or who they should become or if they're trying to identify um you know if they're in the right place in life and it it it's it's um peppered with with um inspiration to help them you know find ways to search um to fulfill their potential and you know um you know enhance themselves in whatever way they feel that they can. Um, there's a lot of spiritual messages in there, too, so it, it really does go after people who are spiritually minded or searching for some sort of spirituality to, you know, you know embrace, to, to, sorry, to um, bolster their life.
2: Yeah, that's true. The
0: title, whatever it is, it, yeah, it um, does have a lot of past- messages in there. And, um that um, my, my hope was that people would not only get a story, but, you know, also have something that they could use to strengthen themselves.
2: Yeah. And the, um, for the title, Whatever Sticks Most, yes. it was suggested by the character Veronica, who yes. I've end up with. I'm <laughs> not <Only that laughs> to say that. <laughs> I should not say that. Besides being um, visually attractive to um, the book, what character did she possess to give him balance?
0: Well, um Veronica wasn't really meant to um include um a message of balance. She was more of a breath of fresh air for the main character miles to to show him um uh, more of a type of woman who he's compatible with you know um a lot of times people are in relationships with someone who you know they they really aren't compatible with, but they're afraid to move on because you know they don't want to be alone or you know, breaking up is never easy to do, not that I'm encouraging everybody to go and break up with their lover if things aren't good, you know, there's always ways to work things out, but it was basically um, a way to to sort of giving him give him a, a path of forgiveness, to show himself that, you know, even though his past relationship didn't work out, it doesn't necessarily mean that it was all his fault. Um, he was definitely to blame with his neglect towards his previous girlfriend, but um a lot of that um was to do with him just not being um compatible with tirara his his um girlfriend before veronica and um you know also to to um show that um a lot of times when people are imbalanced or they sort of focus too much on one thing particularly a job it's a lot because you know, can be a lot because, you know, they might not necessarily be happy in their relationship so they look for another way to escape and and throw themselves at to the something that they, they really enjoy, they're good at. So it's
1: it's
0: she, she she was sort of um you know, a nice cool breeze for him to say, you know, it's it's okay, these things happen but you know, there's always a new beginning.
2: Yeah. When Doctor Burke physically examined Miles, she talked about muscles not being exercised. To give the body an overall balance, and that could be applied to Miles' personality. It, you know, he did not experience all parts of him, which is why right. he was lacking. And um, right. unfortunately, many men define themselves through their jobs, and and you know, not other parts of their lives, thus creating a, a balance. Uh,
0: very you know I mean? true. Very true. Um, uh, Miles certainly was not a very balanced man. I, I intentionally made him very self centered and a bit cynical to, to emphasize his need for balance. Um but the 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 theme in the story of his um his physical ailment was to to um sort of stress that over and above um psychological and mental and spiritual balance, you know, we have to focus on, you know, or or bodies. And um, exercising, you know, there there is a right and a wrong way to do it and without going about it the right way and ensuring that you balance, you know, your pectoral and your pelvic girdles and making sure that, you know, all your ligaments and tendons are, you know, with the right strength and flexibility that, you know, you can create an imbalance in your body and with an imbalance in your body, you can end up in pain. And when you're in pain, that can affect your mind. Like your mind affects your body, your body affects your mind. So there's a... There's a connection there. So it was sort of to emphasize that it's not only important to do the things and expose yourself and practice a life to maintain a, a balanced mind and a balanced spirituality and balanced emotions, but also to take care of your body because that does affect how you balance your life.
2: Mm-hmm. Quite true. Explain your emphasis on balance. Because the, um, the scale from the front of the book is balanced. He's not very spiritually. He was off balance. His back is out and that wasn't balanced.
0: Um,
2: Why has balance been ignored by so many people?
0: Um, Well, I I don't think people intentionally ignore balance. It's it's something that um, I guess they don't really realize that they have to focus on until life shows them how imbalanced that they are. Um, Growing up, uh, one of my dad's um, constant chance for you know, everything in moderation. You know, he, he drilled it into my head that how important it was not just to to balance, you know, my enjoyment of sports and activities, but to, to you know, feed my brain, to, you know, expose myself to, you know, the arts, the sciences, to, to read. Um, and personally, I have, you know, seen the, the benefits of that, of, you know, not necessarily achieving balance because it's it's – very difficult to achieve complete balance in your life, but it's it's very very worth it to to go after it and in, in trying to balance your life. You find that you know you you live a more f- fulfilling life. You know it's it's but it's unfortunately yeah. something that people notice when their life you know goes awry or things aren't working out well.
2: Yeah, that's true. And then I mean, when you when you're balanced, if something one thing's off kilter, you have other things going for you to kind of even it out. So how right. would folks get a copy of this fine work of yours?
0: Uh, on Amazon, both the uh, paperback and the uh, the ebook version are on uh, on Amazon dot com or Amazon dot uk. You know, pretty much every Amazon in Europe. Um, I'm trying to get it um, available in bookstores, but that takes a bit of time. As a as a self published author, it's tough to get uh, the recognition to you know have bookstores um, stock your work. But uh, for now, Amazon.com would be the best way to to get um, an e copy or you know have it delivered to your door.
2: Any final wisdoms you would you like to share with the public?
0: Um, sure, I would say um, follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. You know, dreams can never ever be compromised. Uh, you dreams are in our minds for a reason. They're they're indications of what we should really go after. And you know, if if you don't um chances are you'll end up you know at the later stage of your life you know with with your dreams haunting you and and um sometimes filling you with with resentment for not going after them you know it's um many people don't chase their dreams because of fear fear of of success and sometimes you know fear of failure and um sometimes it takes you know reinventing yourself and you know if that's what it takes you know go after it you know you you only have one life to live so you know Create your heaven on earth by following your dreams. You know, you have nothing to lose. If, if it takes a bit of money, then you can always make back money. But, you know, chase your dreams. That would be my my words of inspiration.
2: Uh, I see. So to learn more about Chris Daly, visit Let's Get Mobile and Social. To learn about Jamaican Diaspora, visit Jamaican Diaspora. And Darren has a website, com. Darren, thanks for spending some time with us. We really appreciate it.
0: Thank you very much too. It was uh, it was a pleasure speaking with you, and I really appreciate the invitation to come on your show.
2: Okay, bye now.
1: Okay, take care.
0: Progressive brings you flowetry with flow.
2: When flow flows, she flows in the know. My ruminates. The rate. shown them all. I heed the call. Seeing the rest, I choose the best. Sometimes it's ours. Sometimes it's not. When the fox walks, is it called a fox
1: trot? That's a real question.
0: Compare Progressive direct rates with top competitors' rates. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When I listen to Audible, I'm not riding the L train during rush hour. I'm hunting whales with the crew of the Pequod. I can feel the cold air in my face and the icy spray of the Atlantic crashing against the bow. The smell of rotting blubber fills my nostrils. There she blows by! Get ahead! It's the White Whale! This is my stop. Excuse me. Pardon me. Sorry. Go to audible.com slash start trial and your first download is free. Audible. Stories
1: that surround you.